Dear beauty business babe, I see you grinding. I hear your fears. I know that you're ready for more. Hey girl, my name is Kelly Callahan and I'm here to sprinkle a little bit of business, a little bit of mindset, and a whole ton of love and inspiration to help you light you up along the way. Because if I can build a half a million dollar beauty brand in just a few years, I know that you can too. This podcast is dedicated to the beauty business babe who is ready to take radical responsibility for her life. I don't know it all, but I do know a lot and I am willing to teach you everything I've learned along my journey. I believe that you absolutely have it in you to create the life and the business that you dream of. And with a little bit of help, you can get there even faster than I did. I am here to fully support you. I am here to help guide you. Take what you want from these free trainings from this podcast so you can go further, faster in your business and in your life. So let's talk business. Let's embody mindset. And don't forget to join the rest of the Beauty Business Tribe on our free Facebook group called Beauty Business Babes. Let's get down to business, girl. Hello, 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 beauty business babes on Facebook. What is up? Today is going to be a little bit different of a live. I am actually recording a podcast episode. This is going to be episode numero dos, number two. And I am talking to the beauty business professional who is maybe working part-time or full-time in another job that they eventually want to leave. So if you guys are popping on, say hello. Let me know who you are, where you're from. Let me know if you're doing this full-time. Are you a full-time beauty business entrepreneur? Because if not, then I'm speaking to you. (laughs) I am speaking to you. So if you are currently working your corporate job or a career that you are no longer interested in, whether it's part-time or full-time, I'm going to be talking about how to know, what are the signs to know when you should be jumping into your beauty business career full-time. So if I do not know you yet, hello, my name is Kelly Callahan. I'm a beauty business entrepreneur and the admin of this amazing Beauty Business Babes Facebook group. I also host the live event that was previously called Wake Up to Level Up that is now Beauty Business Babes and also the podcast called Beauty Business Babes, which is relaunching in just a couple of weeks. So I'm really excited today because I love answering some of your main questions. And one of the questions that I get a lot is, Kelly, how do I know when to move forward with going into my beauty business 100% full time because I'm scared because I'm so incredibly scared and girl trust me I 1000% understand that feeling because there is so much uncertainty there's so much uncertainty that comes along with jumping into something full time that you're just like I don't know if this is gonna work I don't know 
So let's dissect it a little bit and let's get into the nitty gritty. But before I do, I want to say hello, Vanessa. She says hi. She's from Fountain, Colorado, currently a stay-at-home mom and used to have mobile and had a baby and took a break, ready to get into spray tanning again. Congratulations, girl. You're in the right spot. So this is also, you know, for my stay-at-home mommies because I know that you guys have a lot of things to juggle. So hopefully this will give you guys the clarity on a couple of different just tips and feelings um, to align with before jumping into something full time. So the first thing that I want to lay out for you guys is that you will never, ever, ever feel 100% ready. I'm going to repeat that because it's so freaking important. You are never going to feel 100% ready to jump all into a business, especially when there's so much uncertainty and so much, you know, so many things that are unknown when it comes to either starting or growing your business. So with that in mind, try to really think logically and also think about what is the long-term vision here? What is your long-term goal? Because oftentimes we get stuck in what is going on right now and how much work we have to do going forward when that kind of sets us back a little bit. It kind of demotivates us because we're like, wow, that's going to take so much work. I don't have the help. I don't have the resources. I don't have, I don't have, I don't have. We get into the scarcity mindset of just not believing in ourselves. So I want to like strip all of that. I want you guys to understand that when I got into business, when I started uh, my entrepreneurial journey, I had no backing. I had no financial backing. I had no friends or family who were business owners. I literally had to figure everything out on my own which is why I love doing what I'm doing now, which is like sharing these stories with you because I know how lonely it can be, but I also know that it's completely, completely 100% possible because I was able to grow my business in a way that felt really good to me, even though it was a little bit scary. So I wanna give you guys the tips on like how I was able to transition into this full time because oftentimes when I first started, when I first started getting into entrepreneurship, I had taken a break, an 18 month break from corporate life, which was a very, very cushy, like very um, stable financial situation for me. I was making six figures at my corporate job and I just automatically left all of a sudden, started traveling for 18 months and then decided like, okay, I have two options here. I can either go back to my little comfy, you know, comfort zone, which is the corporate lifestyle, or I can just go all in, in my spray tanning business and just figure it out as I go. And I'm telling you right now that I feel so much more empowered and so much better because of the decision of doing the scary thing. So I didn't know what that was going to look like. I had no idea what that was going to evolve into, but I had my last couple of grand in my bank accounts, you know, $2,000, and I invested that money into good equipment, into training, into my, my website, which was, you know, essentially my storefront when I first started because I was just mobile. So I did all of the things that I felt like I needed to do in order to set myself up for success. With that, I also did everything that I could do, that I knew to do at that point in time, that was going to give me the exposure that I needed to get the clients that I needed right then and there. Because with one mistake that I made was not saving enough money throughout. Um, and I, I don't know that it was necessarily a mistake because 
I'm the type of person that whenever I get stressed out, whenever I'm pushed against the wall and I don't have the option B to like kind of lean back on, I make shit happen. I make sure that my goal, like it has to happen. There's no other way, right? So that stress, that financial distress that I had when I first started the business of literally like investing all of my savings into this, it made me work. <laughs> Like straight up, it just made me work. It made me figure things out. Um, Marie Forleo says this all the time. Everything is figure outable. So don't think that I had it easier or that anybody necessarily like has it easier. Don't compare yourself to anybody else. Focus in on what you know that you can do today to make shit happen. So whether that's a focus in on getting new clients, whether that's a focus in on um, nurturing your current audience that you have or your current clients, those are so, it's equally important, right? So knowing that you'll never feel 100% ready, um, as far as saving up money, this is point number two that I wanted to make on here. I would save up if you have the ability to. If you're not like me who just like spontaneously quit your job and then traveled for 18 months and then came back and had just two grand in your account, <laughs> if you have a little bit of planning um, that you you know have that cushion to plan, definitely save up for at least six months before you take the leap from your current job into doing this full time. And the reason why I say this is because a lot of the times people need to plan, they need that cushion, they need to feel good. And what we want to do is put you in a situation where you feel empowered and that you don't feel like you're desperate for clients because starting a business, it takes time. It takes time to build. I see sometimes in the Facebook group, people saying like, I just started my business last month and I'm like about to give up because I have no clients. And my heart goes out to you because this is a lifelong journey. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. And I tell this to my trainers all the time. It is a marathon. It is not a sprint. You are not going to be successful overnight unless you're extremely lucky or unless you have a lot of marketing budget to like put out there for Google ads and Facebook ads and all these things. But most of us don't have that, right? So what I would suggest doing is saving up as you're going along. So if you decide, if you made the decision, I'm gonna start a beauty business, I have my part-time, full-time job over here, I'm gonna start saving up so that way I have a nice cushion for six months where I know that I'm financially taken care of and I'm not gonna be put in this desperate mode of trying to get clients um, all the time. You know, of course, we still wanna to work towards that, but you won't be desperate for clients, which is such an empowering and a great, great feeling. So keep that in mind. The next thing that I, I want to talk about and that I love to talk about too, um, you know, all of the women that I mentor, this is so important because oftentimes we think about step number 980,000, right? When what we really need to be working towards are just the first couple of steps that we need to do that's right ahead of us to get the needle moving forward. So please try not to worry so much about what all you have to do because then what that does, it creates that overwhelming and that feeling of, wow, I'm never going to get to that point. I, you know, you're painting this picture of like trying to go from where you're at right now, which may be in the beginning stages of your business all the way to maybe where I'm at, which I'm six years plus in, right? So don't compare yourself to anybody else's journey because your journey is, is very unique. It's very different than mine and understanding that you don't have to be where I'm at right now in order to be considered successful. 
you just need to learn what you need to do for the next couple of steps so that way you can take inspired action to start getting there. Because I don't know about you guys, but for me, when I start getting overwhelmed, it's like that paralysis um, feeling where like I can't move. Like I don't want to do anything because now I'm demotivated. I'm unmotivated to continue going on. That's the last place, energetically speaking, that we want to be in. So if you can think of just the first couple steps and start creating momentum towards doing that and completing that, you're going to feel inspired and motivated to be able to take the steps after that. So I love to write shit down. So write everything you need to do down that you know of within like the next week or so. Cross those things off and just get started. The next thing that I want to talk about is balancing our new clients, which is something I mentioned earlier. Oftentimes when we first start a business, we often think of, you know, just the new clients that we're trying to attract into our business right now, neglecting the current clients that we have. So one mistake that I don't want you to make is I don't want you to just think of the new client. While, of course, that is great, we want you guys to get new clients, it's a balancing act and an art between getting the new client in and also nurturing your current client. And, um, you know, I've read a couple of studies on this, but most of the time these studies say that it takes four times and costs four times more to get the new client in than it takes to get the uh, current client that you already had that knows that you exist. So imagine how much time, money, and energy you would save if you were to nurture your audience now, your clients now, that you already had that knew you exist, right? So I made this mistake in the beginning too because I was like, oh, I just need to fill up my books with new clients. But a lot of the times, it's that balancing act between the two that's really going to create the um, motivation and the belief that you can actually do this because you're going to have your books filled a lot more than if you were just focusing in on just the new client. So I really hope that part makes sense because it is, you know, this act of marketing two different ways. And it's all about what works for you specifically in your geographic location. Typically what I um, recommend is if you're in a smaller town, then I would focus in on face-to-face -face conversations and talking to people so that way you can network within your small community because word travels fast. That would be my suggestion. Now, if you're in a bigger city like New York, San Diego, Los Angeles, Miami, where there's a ton of people and a ton of people coming through um, that are traveling and things like that, tourists, it's really, really important to be online. And I think, let me just preface this really quick by saying that it's important to be anywhere online, like no matter where you're at geographically speaking, whether you're in a small town or big town, but it's gonna be a lot more it's going to be a lot more important for you to be online if you're in a bigger city like that because while word does travel and of course you're going to get referrals in those bigger cities it's going you're going to gain momentum through people finding you online so what that meant for me when i first started was getting on yelp getting on google my business getting on instagram getting on facebook and because when i first started i was in corona california which is kind of a smaller city it's not as big as san diego or la, LA. I started reaching out to people who I knew were, um, I guess, 
I didn't even know what a social media influencer was, but people who had influence on social media, people who that I personally knew from like high school and things like that, that were on um, social media and that they were active on social media. So I would have them reshare my ugly ass posts because that's exactly what they were. They were so hideous. I had no idea about branding back then, but I had them reshare them. And with that, I was able to get a ton of clients and a ton of momentum. So I did a balancing act between working with local community and I also learned how to get online. This was all in the span of a month when I first started. So when I started, I was able to make back my initial $2,000 investment within that first month because of just working my ass off and trying to figure out what is actually going to work in my community and what's going to work for me as a business owner. So one thing I did was putting flyers on cars, which in some places that's not legal. So just like be mindful, um, do your research. But I started putting my flyers on cars and that's how I was able to book my first wedding, which was awesome because for that wedding, it was about $500 on two different appointments. And I was like stoked, right? I was like, yes, this is exactly what I want. And so it gave me the momentum and the confidence to move forward. And then aside from that, I also used um, social media strategies to really get in line with the current audience that I had and also their audience by sharing, having them share like certain posts and things like that. So you have to do whatever it takes to make this work and you have to kind of see what works best for you. The next thing that I have on here is understanding that it's a personal growth journey. Business for me over the last six and a half years or so, that's how long I've started, started, seems like so much longer, but I've been in the game for about six and a half years. And even till today, the one thing that I always go back to is how much I've grown as a person becoming a business owner. And I love that. And having that mindset of, you know, the growth that you're going to have, not only for your personal life, but also for your career, like that in itself should give you the motivation to understand that this should be everything for you. So a lot of the times when we're trying to figure out like, okay, should I leap now? Should I go full force now? Should I go full time now? A lot of the times our fears, our doubts, what other people are telling us, all of that is going to make us stop from moving forward because what our minds want to do, they it wants to keep us safe, right? Like our minds, our friends, our family, they want to keep us in this box. They want to keep us safe. So the safe answer would be like, stay with your nursing job or stay with your corporate job or stay wherever you're at right now, because you have so much uncertainty when it comes to owning a business. And this is with any business, not just beauty, but there's so much uncertainty that comes with it. But myself, I'm I'm living proof along with a lot of the beauty business babes here. We're living proof that you can do this full-time. You can become a beauty business entrepreneur full-time, but you have to be mentally prepared to take that on. And you have to also know that no matter what anybody else says, you have to keep pushing forward because nobody is walking this journey other than yourself. So a lot of the times when I first started, I was getting all kinds of feedback from people who really had the best intentions for me, like my mom, who wanted me to be a grocery clerk instead. 
<laughs> my friends who had no idea what the F I was doing, um, all those like that ch in chatter, you know, all of the imposed beliefs and wanting to keep you safe, that holds people back because they're like, I know my mom knows best. I know my sister knows best. I know my friends know best. So what the hell am I doing trying to leave my cushiony job here to go do this full time? And my answer to that is it, your life depends on it, right? You spend 90,000 hours working in a year. That's like the average for a person, 90,000 hours, 90,000. That's so much. So instead of dragging your feet to work, instead of hating your job every day, why don't you do the scary thing? right? Why don't you take a chance on yourself, take a chance on your own life and start creating what it is that you truly want out of this life? Because again, only you know the answer to that of what you want to do. So everybody else that has something to say while they have good intentions, it's important to discern that those are their thoughts. Those are their beliefs. That's their own experience. And you have your own experience as well and your own beliefs and your own thought process. And you have a group of beauty business babes here on Facebook. We have 7,000 women here that are here to support you and to help you elevate and to help you understand that you can do this. So I know, I know beauty business babe, if you're listening and you're like, oh my gosh, you're speaking to me, Kelly. I know what it feels like to be scared but I also know what is on the other side of that fear. And there is so much fulfillment, financial freedom. There's so much creative expression that you can have within your business because it's your baby, it's your business, you can do whatever the hell you want. It's so freaking rewarding. So I hope that you don't let your fears dictate, or the fears of others dictate where you're going in life. I hope that you're fueled by your own inspiration and that you see the possibility for what can happen. So just to recap really quick before I let you guys go, some points on knowing how to know when you're ready to transition into going into the beauty business entrepreneurial world full time. One, understanding that you're never gonna be 100% ready Two, do you have money saved up so that way, you know, in, like within six months, you can really focus in on building your business rather than coming from this desperate mode? Three, are you hating your job? Honestly, like, are you hating what you're doing right now? And you're just like, I know that I am ready for more. So taking the baby steps in order to make that happen is so incredibly important. Understanding that you're going to have to have the do whatever it takes attitude to make this work. So once you start leaping into this, it's an art. It's a marketing art between uh, getting the new clients in and also making sure that you're nurturing your current clients. Don't forget about them. And knowing that this is all a personal growth journey. It is so, so, so beautiful. And it's also very scary. So if you're feeling like you're scared and excited at the same time, that is a good feeling, you guys. That's, that means you're like right on track <laughs> because you should feel that. What that means is that you're evolving. You're pushing the envelope. That's why you're scared. You know, you're like pushing the envelope. You're getting into the unknown. You're doing something a little bit different for yourself. 
Um, but you should also be excited because you see the vision and you see other people doing it. And you know that if she can do it, then you can too. That's always my motivation. If this woman who is a badass entrepreneur can do it with like two kids, three kids, four kids, I know that I can do it because that's one of my current fears. I'm pregnant right now and I'm five months pregnant. I don't have any kids otherwise, like I have two dogs. And my fear is that I won't be able to sustain my business. But my inspiration is seeing other women do it. And I think the old version of me, the old version of me may have been like jealous or may have been like upset that somebody else is quote unquote winning. But my whole personal journey through becoming an entrepreneur and understanding like that's not the feeling that I'm trying to emit here because it doesn't feel good, but also understanding like what is the truth of the matter? The truth is in that situation of looking at her doing her badass thing that she's able to do it so I'm able to do it. Like that should give you the motivation enough to be like, yes, I can leave my job. I can do this because I see other people doing it. It means it's not impossible and that it is possible for me. Vanessa says, this definitely has given me so much um, better and get uh, about getting back into this. Thank you. You're so welcome. I hope this helps you guys. I'm so lit up by inspiring you guys and really just being transparent and sharing my story because I know that it can be scary, but all in all, you guys can do it. So let me know if you guys have any questions. If you guys are listening to this on the podcast, we are having five giveaways for the next two weeks. So if you guys screenshot this episode, put it up on Instagram and tag at I am underscore Kelly Ann. If you guys have any questions, DM me. I'm happy to help. And I will see you guys on the next episode. I am ways to get away.